Greetings, friends. We have passed what is called, I think they're calling it, calling it the Grand Conjunction, which is where Saturn and Jupiter are at visually its closest point for something like 800 years. And the whole world, both the scientific and the spiritual community, has been pretty excited about it. I think, in all honesty, when you think about what has happened this year, there hasn't been huge amounts of things to celebrate. And I think that this is one cause for celebration. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it because of where I'm located in the world and the... the um, the, the, the location of Jupiter and Saturn at that particular time was so close to the horizon, I, I didn't actually get a proper view. But it was good to know that it was happening. And it, there was something magical and spiritual and blissful about being in that space. And I was very, very lucky to have a whole night to myself in a hotel room just to be with myself, um, to chill out, watch one of my favorite movies, you know, eat takeaway Japanese food and then the morning you know the first sunrise of what is now the age of Aquarius which came streaming through my room at you know 5am or something like that and I got to spend the morning in meditation and prayer and I was using this time to express myself through art and it was beautiful it was really really beautiful and I really felt this significant shift within myself of hope and willingness to embrace everything that is coming towards us now I'm a mom and I have two small children I have a nine-year-old and a three-year-old I also have a beautiful husband and I'd only been away for 24 hours and I came home and everyone is so desperate to be with mummy including my husband that within you know probably an hour of me coming home it was all meltdown city and I, I lost I absolutely lost my shit I really did I was it, it, it was like life having a good old laugh you know I'm coming away from this very spiritual peaceful blissful experience into the reality of you know life in 2020 and obligations and lots of crying and lots of complaining and lots of whinging from I'm going to say this mainly my husband and I was just like ugh get me out of here I've you know I've had my time I'm in this beautiful state of reflection and hope and expectancy and you guys are essentially killing my buzz and oh just made me angry made me so angry and it made me a little bit resentful because I'm thinking to myself, it shouldn't be like this. But the reality is, it is like this. And for me to claim to have this blissful spiritual awakening and yet be grounded in reality and not facing and willing to acknowledge and accept wholeheartedly the reality of what it means to be a human being and all its all its you know unattractiveness not only unattractiveness there's a lot about human beings that are downright ugly and horrible and, and sometimes even evil you know I, I'm not talking about side, that side of the spectrum but just coming home and dealing with all that human drama and I just it I you know I felt like I'd taken this massive weight off my shoulders and I was in my space of peace and calm 
and I get back and I'm like, right, give me that backpack. It's full of rocks. Let's just stick it on my back and, you know, kick me in the bum while I'm down. You know, it just really, it just, it just, it felt heavy and it felt, and as I said, I was just pissed off that I was in that situation. But as I said, it's almost like life is saying to me, you want to be peaceful? Here is your opportunity to practice peace. It's very easy to be peaceful in a hotel room when you're by yourself and you're not answering to anybody and your time is your own because I get to be on vacation and I don't have the obligations of work and relationships and children and food preparation and all the other stuff. You know, I don't even have to make my own bed because someone else is going to do it for me because I'm in a hotel, right? I don't have those obligations. My obligation for that 24 hours was only to myself and only to what I wanted to do. And it was beautiful because, as I said, I had this amazingly amazing room, big bed, lots of space, sunlight, big windows, peace, quiet. It was everything that I had hoped for. It was a retreat without having to, you know, fly to Bali for a week. And I will continue to do this on a regular basis. You know, ideally every six months, uh, I'll, you know, book book a room for myself and just have that time to myself because I get to sleep and I get to rest and I get to be with myself. And as someone who is deeply, deeply introverted, being with myself is so restorative. It allows me to recharge my batteries, which is another reason why I couldn't understand why I was so pissed off because I thought, oh, I've, I, you know, I've recharged my batteries. I come home. I'm ready to deal with whatever is in front of me. Actually, when I came home and had to deal with the humanity of being, you know, wife, mother, and all, all of that entails, I was just like, eh, no, nah, I'm, I'm not into this at all. Get me out of here. But... I'm going to repeat myself and say that if I am going to be peaceful and if I'm going to be kind, I need opportunities to practice being peaceful. It's, it, you cannot create peace without chaos because you can't see, you can't see what peace is without the opposite. And if I practice, if I, want to, if I want to be kind and if I want to be loving, I have to be given opportunities to be kind when I don't feel like being kind because what's in front of me is, as far as I was concerned, utterly ridiculous and just, just, just made me just so angry. But again, if I want to practice kindness I have to be given opportunities where I choose to be kind and if I want to practice goodness I have to be given opportunities where I can use that goodness otherwise it's actually not goodness it's actually not kindness you know and I'm not saying that we need to experience the bad over and over and over and over again to experience the good I'm not saying that at all you know, ideally we have the memory of the bad through either lived experience or experiences that have been passed on to us. 
or through us or through families and we, we, we have that experience and we know that because of that experience we never want to go back there. We don't have to put the hand on the stove top to recognise that it's hot, that the words that we listen and the, when we're told, look, don't touch that, it's going to burn you, we understand that. So in my effort not to be burned and in my effort to be more grounded and awakened because that was my intention for this experience, for this grand conjuncture, I think that's what they call grand conjunction. Um, by the way, my last podcast, I'd been calling Florence, <laughs> I've forgotten her name Oh my God, I have been reading her book again. Oh, sh- sh- um, uh, Scoville Shin. I was calling her, I was calling her Frances Scoville Shin. Her name is Florence Scoville Shin. So if you listen to the last podcast and I was like, it's not Frances, it's not Margaret, it's, it's Florence. And I was like, why can't I, well, even now I'm just struggling with her name. It's not sticking. There's obviously something there. She's, she's amazing, by the way, um, if you can get her name right. But where was I? At the end of the day, if I am to practice loving, peaceful, gentle kindness, I need opportunities to be loving, kind, and peaceful. And if I'm going to be one of those people, and when I'm talking about those people, I'm talking about the people, the light bearers of this planet, because that's what I want to do. And if I want to have that experience, I get to, I get to live this life in this body, at this space and time, and I get to use this as an opportunity for good, or I get to use this as an opportunity to add to the collective pain. As I teach, as I taught my son in preschool, which has always stuck with me, is it helpful or is it hurtful? And I want to be one of the helpers. So I need to be a helper, and to be a helper, I need to practice being being good and gracious and graceful and kind and loving even when I'm like fuck I've just come home for an hour you guys are whinging and complaining and creating all this drama that's unnecessary just stop it you make me want to go back to my little hidey hole but life doesn't work like that and I can't be one of those people if my gifts are going to be kept in a hotel room I only, I have been given the gift, as as we all have, as every single one of us on this planet, we've been given the gift of loving kindness. And we've seen glimpses of that. Hopefully we've seen glimpses of that from our parents. And if we haven't, we've seen glimpses of that, hopefully from our greatest teachers. And hopefully we've seen glimpses of that from our friends and from, you know, our, our, our loved ones and our work members and you know who knows who um you know all of us at some point even if we've lived horrific experiences at some point would have experienced some kind of loving kindness and that is the gateway that's the gateway so if i'm going to use those gifts to share so when my children think back to me they think of their mother as being a loving kind beautiful human being who made their lives better because I was in it. 
you know, so they don't have the same kind of trauma that so many of us, including myself, when we think back to our parents and go, I survived, not I thrived, but I made it through. You know, I made it through what was a very, very difficult childhood. And, and there are a lot of children out there, a lot of adults out there who've had even worse, significantly worse. You know, I, I dealt with a lot of emotional abuse, some physical abuse. Um, you know, there are some children out there who dealt with sexual abuse, who dealt with a lot more physical abuse than I did. Um, you know, and, and I think at the end of the day, my, when I think back to my mother, she loved us, but she didn't know how to love us, especially as we got older, especially when, when we started to question her and her question her way, you know, she's very, very controlling, you know, and living in a first world country, it wasn't just put up and shut up and, you know, you respect your elders without, you know, question. And if you answered back, you know, you would get essentially beaten up, you know, how dare you how dare you disrespect me, you, you respect me, regardless of whether or not I respect you. But I've always come from that idea that respect is a two-way street, it is earned, and our children, for us to be able to say, for me to be able to say, I want my children to respect themselves, I need to respect them. I want them to respect themselves. It's something that I struggle with, even now. I'm turning 40 in uh, in you know nearly a couple of months less less than two months I'm turning 40 and I still struggle to appreciate and respect myself and stand back and go look look you you're amazing you're amazing you're just like everybody else on this planet you're you're amazing miracle and you are that individual sign of God that gets to be walking around on the planet eyes open arms open breathing sharing joy and again, if I am holed up in some hotel room, you know, watching Little Women, that was the one from 1996, you know, Winona Ryder and Susan Sarant, love that movie, you know, while I'm sitting there eating my takeaway Japanese out of a bento, while I'm sitting there drinking, you know, green tea or whatever it was, um, you know, and, and having my transcendental experience in the morning of meditation and calm and all that kind of stuff, that's wonderful. And it is absolutely necessary for me, some people might not be necessary, to encourage me to recharge my batteries. But once my batteries are full, I have a responsibility as I go back into the world to share that light. There is a purpose to me being here. There is a purpose to all of us being here. And we are here to share the light of God. And that's it. As we evolve and as we grow, we get to be helpful or get to be hurtful. And I do, I do want to be one of the helpers, even if there are times when I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But we're not perfect and I have to be loving and forgiving of myself as well. And sometimes I feel like, I feel like crying just thinking about it. But sometimes I forget that I am doing the absolute best that I can and I'm doing it with genuine loving intention and even when those best laid intentions um, are not always met with the response I was expecting I still get to plant that seed of goodness because I have no idea that my little interaction may 
bloom into something phenomenal for somebody I may never meet again. I may have had a five-minute interaction with them. I get to be one of the teachers. I get to be one of the helpers. So if every interaction I have with, with, with people is, and, 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 and vice versa, every interaction that people have with me is one of spiritual growth, is what, which is what some of the great masters tell us. We're here to learn and grow from each other. So as tempting as it was to stick myself in this hotel room for, you know, the rest of the Christmas period, I'd be just like, I've had enough, I've had enough. Nope, nope. There is no value in gifts that are left unopened. So I'm going to open my heart and open myself up to what... The rest of 2020 brings us. There's only a few more days left, but less than a week. Um, and I hope, I really, really hope that I will be given as many signs as possible because I need them. And then I will be smart enough to follow those signs. And I'm going to need every single physical or non-physical and every, everything, I'm going to need every, like we all do, I'm going to need every single set of hands, both physical and non-physical, that can help me, metaphorical as well, um, to guide me through this life, because I can't do it alone, none of us can do it alone, and we are not alone. We are all one, and we forget that, I forget that. So friends, have a beautiful evening I probably won't post until after Christmas so have a Merry Christmas and I hope you know um, just before I sign off I was thinking about Christ consciousness and what that has starting to mean for me as I start to evolve my own understandings of spiritual belief you know I'm not a practicing Christian and I wouldn't define myself as being a Christian but I see the beauty in what Christ has given to this planet it has allowed us to be awakened to good he was one of the helpers he was one of the helpers and I feel him as I would a brother a spiritual brother and I feel him as a great teacher and I'm looking up and these giant trees are waving at me as if to say yes you're getting there you're learning so thank you it's Jesus's birthday soon thank you baby Jesus for bringing your gifts to the world I hope I remember every day and every moment to share mine I love you guys bye